Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is talk radio to thrive by and i'm your host dr p and i'm joined by mr benny mathers joining us tuning us in today how you doing mr b i'm well thank you much uh there dr pat and i see you got that new york t-shirt on that fire department t-shirt on yeah it's like the old school faded it is really old school faded how old is that now it's whenever you brought it back for me i know i can't remember Uh, that oh it's when i interviewed the fire department people i told you to bring back something authentic and you did i appreciate that I did. They wanted to come back, too. I know, right? <laughs> they <laughs> they man their trucks. They were like, we're coming back with you. Well, I want to welcome everybody. I got a couple of stories to share with you. want to give you an update on what uh, to be looking out for this week. I also will be talking about the holistic makeover and how you can get involved. We're going to be talking about the maca route as well today. Makes you feel good. Makes you feel yummy. And we've got Valerie in the other room doing the software, uh, the crossword, <laughs> crossword puzzle. <laughs> Is she doing I don't it? think she's doing crossword puzzles. No. Do she's probably checking up on her Dallas Cowboys stats from the weekend. Dallas yep, Cowboys. See, well, Dallas, Dallas won. Dallas won. I'm good. Right? Yeah, they won Dallas against did win. Atlanta? They won against yeah. Atlanta. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, and the Giants lost. That was a rough game. That was a good game. I'm... I'm kind of hurting for the Giants. Look, she's oh, looking she's at her. Totally oh, happy. my gosh. <laughs> Two hands You fisting. get the camera on her. She's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, the Giants lost. But what do you think about the uh, World Series? So, you know, when you grow up on the East Coast like I did, and I grew up in New Jersey. Uh-huh. So there are a couple teams that you'll vote for or you'll kind of carry around with you, right? Definitely, you know, the Yankees factor in there. And then you have, of course, the Mets and the Jets and the Giants for football. But you have, I lived in central Jersey. Actually, I lived closer to, closer to Pennsylvania than I did to New York because I lived in western part of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So when you live that close to Pennsylvania, you have sort of your loyalty gets split. And so you have the Philadelphia Eagles, which I don't know what's going on with them. Well, they picked up, you know, Michael Vick. You I know. mean, what happened, though? Well, I mean, it's and then like... Donovan McNabb conveniently got hurt right when they picked up Vic, and so then there was mm. the whole... She's really excited, know. so she's all looking she's at like, look three at her. And two, she's three, like, look at her. Four and two. Four and two. Four and two. That's the overall record. But what? Basically... For the Cowboys? For the Phillies? And, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so anyways, I mean, they had Donovan McNabb. He's getting a little up there in age, and so, I mean, you know, with, with Michael Vick and his issues with what's going on off the field, they decided to pick him up. And, you know, he can't obviously play, though, because of the preseason games and his, you know, off-the-field uh, antics, so to speak. He wasn't able to start yet because of the, you know, the dog stuff and whatever court, you know, going to jail. You know, that type of thing. So he had to wait for a certain games to be passed up before he mm-hmm. can actually start. So then he got the call, and... He started, I think, half a game or something like that, but then you know, Donovan McNabb finally got his back Mojo all healed up. going, yeah. You know, conveniently, and he got his back all you know, back together. And I guess there were some errors this weekend on them, on his party. He actually admitted it uh, earlier this morning. I heard on uh, some you know, clips of it, and 
They did what they did, but they fell a little short. So there you go. And, you know, part of this is kind of interesting. And a big thumb from Valerie. <laughs> Valerie's like, big Zang. thumbs up. I don't know. If you're a Dallas fan, you're probably taking, you know, some kind of Valium because each week you never really know who's going to show up. Uh, and Valerie knows that to be true. She knows that. Uh, taking Valium? No, taking Val- about Valium the Dallas, about the Dallas. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, here's sure. the dilemma now mm-hmm. with the World Series. Um If you're from where I grew up, you have a real loyalty towards New York. I was born in the Bronx, of Mm -hmm. course. And then you have this other loyalty towards Pennsylvania. So now you have the Phillies and the Yankees. Tough call. What do you do? Tough call. What do you do? I'm going with the... What do you do? I think I know where you're going to go, but I know where I'm going. Honestly... You're going to go for the Phillies. Yeah, because I'm still kind of like bummed about the whole New York thing. They have a huge salary thing. It's just not fair to the other teams. And I'm also liking... Well, tell me about what our salary issues are here. Don't we have like some money here? Seattle's in a totally different area. I'm not even going to get to that. Regardless... Don't we have money here, though? We do, but then we also get rid of our players and they go somewhere else and they end up getting teams. That's management. I know. That's That's the problem. Now, look... You can have money, but you've got this. to have M&M. <laughs> you've got to have the M&M in yeah. everything you do. Yeah, yeah. Money and management. There you go. And that's what the Yankees have. Yeah. They have both. But I don't know enough about this. I just thought that there was, you know, that these teams here yeah. were owned by s- some people. Right? Some people, yeah. <laughs> some very deep-poc- wealthy people. pocketed people. But it isn't about that, though, is no. it? Mm-hmm. It's really about the people that run the show. Right. And who they bring on and how they bring them on and what they do and what they do to keep them. You know why I would lean towards um, the Yankees? There's a reason. Why? I would like to see A-Rod get a ring. Are you serious? I am. (sighs) Oh, everybody's giving me thumbs down. Oh, look at that. (laughs) We are not (laughs) on. Wow. We let. I know. What happened? We let him go away. And and he. I don't don't think he treated the city very well. I did a whole show on second chances. So we're you know, we're not having any no, here. Not with there him. are no uh-uh. second nope, chances. Not with him. Nope, nope, there nope, are nope, no nope. second chances uh-uh. here at all. Wow. Why do you think we dubbed him the name Payrod? Hello. He left for money. He he'll deny it whatsoever. Mm. The the it's astronomical the amount that he got to go to Texas to originally. Then he was bought out by New York. So there you go. It's all about a dollar sign. He can and, and all the other antics around with Madonna and all this other stuff. Come on, people. <laughs> Do it for the love Aww. of the game. Honey, you got to show him a little love. <sighs> no Don't love. you think he, he Sorry, us, bud. He gave us some really good years. You know what? So. I'll give him a handshake and I'll say, hey, great job. You're doing, you know, doing Don't what you you're doing. Don't you think he did a really what? good job here? Well. Don't you think, though? It was around the footsteps in, in the shadow of King Griffey, too, at the same time. It's, mm. Oh, Pat, you just got me in a I know. Isn't it here. emotional? I'm between a rock and a hard it's place. It's like emotional, except for Valerie. Just a little bit. Oh, no, like, she's cool. I don't care. Dallas won. Bam, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we talk about sports on the Dr. No, Pat we don't, show. but we should have Jimmy call in, and he should feel Jimmy should it. call yeah, in. Yeah, we haven't even talked talk to him, to him on the phone. Yeah, we don't even want to talk about Detroit, do we? Uh, I don't know. I want to have him instant message Uh-oh. me and see who he's going for. Uh, uh, yeah, see who he's going But back to, real fast, the Yankees and the Phillies. I'm also really proud of the, the Phillies going back. I mean, I think they deserve it. You know, Moyer's still there. I mean, yeah. you got a lot of great guys. You know, Bobby Abreu, who actually used to be for the Mariners. Do you know Do you know Ibanez. what it takes to reach that level of excellence? It's, it's, it's a lot of work. 
I mean, it yeah. really is. I mean, it's it's the whole picture. It's really very holistic. Now here I'm going to talk about baseball as being holistic because I think oh, it yeah. is. I mean, you know, in a lot of ways, people say, why do you want to pay those folks all those money, all that money? You know, why do you want to pay anybody that money? Uh, well, OK, so then don't go see the games. Yeah. Don't. I mean, if you don't want to pay. You know what happened when the price of beef went up about 20 years ago? Moo. Oh, my gosh. You know what happened? Remember when they did the whole rising beef thing? Totally. Everybody, stop buying the beef. Stop buying the beef. So if you don't want to pay them, don't buy the beef. Where's the beef? (laughs) Don't buy the beef. (laughs) Don't buy the beef. You know, it's really interesting to see kind of the, the logistics of how we live our lives and what we pay attention to. I think that, you know, I grew up in an environment where baseball was... The part of the American way. You know, I really did. I, uh, you know, my dad wasn't very involved in many things, many sports, but there were two things that he was very involved in. One of them was, you know, like to do the baseball thing with the Yankees and so forth. Uh, and then wrestling, the whole wrestling deal that, that they got into, you know, the whole, remember the whole wrestling deal, which was used to be worse than it is now. What do they call it now? You mean the, the old like WWF? Yeah, with Hulk Hogan and all that. Yeah, the World Wrestling yeah, Federation. Now they had to change there. it to WWE. Right, right. Whatever. And we used to argue around holiday Thanksgiving to, to dinner with my sisters and my dad. And I myself. thought you had your own ring at the home. No, you know, I, I'd triple be like, jumping off the top. I and... would be like, Dad, that's not real. And they would be like, Oh, it is so real. It is real. I saw blah 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 the other night. Get and I'm like. I don't know that I think that is like scripted or that is, you know, I don't even know how to talk about it. And then there are some things you just have to step back from and and let your family, you know, like have that, you know, have that part. Um, But it's all kind of part of, of living life full out. It's part of having some fun. I had some real fun this weekend. Yep. I had kind of a, 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 I did the workshop at the center for spiritual living on Sunday and, um, and we we did this thing with intentions, setting intentions. And Vaughn Amari was there, and he did the first part. The whole theme was around Dr. Seuss. Now, I don't know how many of you know about Dr. Seuss. Now, Dr. Seuss, we know as the cartoon, right? And so we we know a little bit about, um, uh, you know, the, the, the cartoons, the books, right? We know about the Grinch, uh, we we know about some of these. And for a lot of you, you probably... Did you grow up reading Dr. Seuss or not? Was that not like a family thing for you? Oh, I did, totally. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I, Green Eggs and Ham? Oh, Sam I Am? Sam I Am. Mm-hmm. Now, I Valerie's wanna, in on that one, too. Are you in on that one, yeah. too? Okay, so do you know the story of Dr. Seuss? Uh-uh. Okay, so first of all, it, he's not a doctor. The, oh. I p- actually did all the workshop... Time. I actually did the workshop as the original character. So oh. I wasn't dressed up like in with the Seuss hat and the whole deal, right? So I was like dressing up as the man, Theodore, Seuss, Giselle. So do you know what happened to him? This is a man. I, I, this is how I started to talk about intentions. This is a man that had a huge obstacle. And when we come back from break, I'm going to tell you the story of Dr. Seuss and I'm going to tell you the story of how this individual had a passion. But the question is, did he have a passion for children's books? Or was he more interested in winning a bet? 
that his friends laid out. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll have a few more minutes on the Dr. Pat show, a little chit chat. And then we've got a major lineup planned for you. We'll be right back. There's never been a better time for you to create the life you want, tap into unlimited possibilities, and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series, Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Did you know Greek Oats Yogurt is a good source of protein? Each serving of Greek Oats Yogurt provides 5 grams of protein. When you consume Greek Oats Yogurt 3 times a day, you're getting more than 20% of the daily recommended protein value. That's great news. So don't forget to pack a Greek Oats Yogurt for lunch today. For more information, visit GreekOatsYogurt.com and Analuke.com. New Spirit Journal helps readers create abundance in all areas of their lives. Their articles don't just talk about theories that sound nice. They give you practical information you can use to turn those theories into practice. Available at over 500 locations in Washington and Idaho, New Spirit Journal is more than just a newspaper. It's your guide to the life you want to live. New Spirit Journal can also be read online at NewSpiritJournal.com. Have you ever wanted more for yourself or your family? Are you prepared to take your life to the next level? Have you ever had that feeling or heard that little voice telling you that you can be so much more? Let empowerment psychic Linda Dickinson help you to embrace your own power. Visit Linda at InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096 for your private session and start living your life to the max. Be sure to listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show and call in to connect with your guides. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Teresa Gertz, and I was a winner of Dr. Pat's Makeover 2009. While a part of me set aside expectations of winning, another part of me started to act as if I'd already won by taking steps on my own in the areas of my life that I wanted to change. This was the most important piece for me. I continue to benefit from the makeover, and I'm oh so grateful to be back on track and paying it forward to my community. Visit drpatsmakeover.com for information and entry form. That's drpatsmakeover.com. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back. Let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one. Three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. game. That 
I think that was the first song I ever learned in my life. That's a 1908 version. I know it. Wow. Wow, Benny. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, everyone. Welcome back. We're we're talking about setting intentions. We're talking about a number of different things. We're just kind of hanging out right now. Coming up on the hour, Susan Tyler will be joining us. We'll be talking about cancer and the stress connection with stress detective Susan Tyler. And then during that half hour, uh, the first five visitors to the stress detective website, uh, signing up for the newsletter, will get the stress detective's guide to wellness. That is a great deal. That's a $20 deal, and you'll be able to get that. So that will be kind of cool. And then we've got Jerry Jerry Black joining us. We're going to be talking about MACA, the benefits, and some of the questions that uh, I think many of us want to get some answers to. But I was just sharing a little conversation about, well, baseball and Dr. Seuss and many other things. But, okay, so you're the big Dallas fan, Valerie? Yes. Because you're from Texas. <laughs> yes. Well, you're from Texas, right? right? Everybody Born and raised Cowboy Exactly. Fan. And honestly, I don't really know anyone from Texas, and I have quite a few friends that don't root for the Cowboys. Oh, a lot of yeah. the rest of the country does not. <laughs> no, but not, but not from Texas. That's truth. Not, not from Texas. From Texas. Right. No, right. no, 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 no. Yeah. Like if you're from New York and, you know, it's like you will, you'll root for other people. But if you're from right. Texas... It's almost like you have to swear not to root for somebody else. Well, it's strange here in Seattle, too, because it's such a transplant a city. Yeah, it is. That, uh, you know, I, I, everybody roots for somebody else. Do you think that's true? I, don't you think we root for the Mariners? I mean, I, I, I have to tell you, I've never seen anything like what goes on with the Huskies. I have never yeah. seen. Um, you can't. Was, I think there was a game Saturday, and you do not want to be driving around that stadium. <laughs> well, it was against you our did. neighbors to the south, Oregon, Oregon which is yeah. a pretty big rivalry. Yeah. It's it's huge. Not Oregon State, but Oregon. No, Oregon. But that right. was a Ducks. sad game, though. <laughs> Whatever. They, they lost. Yes. Huskies, that is. <sighs> Benny, please. <laughs> I'm a cougar. Yeah, I know. Well, we lost, too, so it doesn't I know. matter. I know. But I'm just saying, if you're driving in that area like I was driving, you do not want to drive. No. no. People are crossing the street. Do not get in their ways. <laughs> just do not. And, and you know, it's really kind of interesting. I was watching. I was at the main intersection by U Village, Ugh. and there was so many people. <laughs> there's so much people traffic that the cars that were trying to get across were kind of late into the intersection. Yeah. So that is that intersection, by the way, is full of cameras. That get your oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so mm-hmm. what was happening it was like you were at a Rihanna concert oh. okay because everybody had to the wait for the, the people and all the lights are flashing because <laughs> folks are like I've got to cross this you know I've got to drive across it and so they would wait till it goes yellow. Because that was like when the people would be like Pat, finished crossing. Out there. Photo opportunity. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wow, out. folks, don't you know that that is a camera that's getting your license plate? Oh my goodness, that is a major, major camera intersection. Yeah, yeah. yeah All my scary. friends have gotten tickets from there. I avoid that area. Well, and you definitely <laughs> want to. You definitely want to I avoid it on on. Okay, so let me talk about. So, did you have you both grown up with Dr. Seuss yes. at all? Because yes. this was part of the the theme for the event on Sunday. It was a great event. Did a did an exercise I had never done before, and we had a bunch of our listeners come. So hats off to everybody out there that was at the workshop. Thank you so much for supporting that, and I hope that there was something that you got from that workshop. If you did, you want to give. 
give us a call. Give us a shout at 800-930-2819. And it was a group intention. I divided people into groups. And we did an exercise with eight hearts. They were actually murals the size of that window right there. And there were eight of them around. And so we divided the, the, the audience into groups. And so what they did is each group started at a particular heart. Like the first heart was about spirituality. I think the second one was about career. And so you had to draw your heart. Then you had to write your intention. So after 90 seconds, group one then moved to heart two. Group two then moved. So this was like a group of 100-plus people walking around. And when they were done, there, there were these eight beautiful, beautiful hearts and loaded with intentions. It was amazing. But the theme was about Dr. Dr. Zeus. Now, I did a little research on the doctor who actually was Theodore Seuss, Giselle. All right. So do you know how the whole Dr. Seuss thing originated? Are you guys familiar with that? Negative. So this is not a bad thing, but I will tell you that sometimes the obstacles that were dealt, all of us, are really opportunities. In this man's case, it was such an opportunity. Uh, This is a guy that was born March 2nd, 1904, and, you know, worked his way uh, up, got into Dartmouth, and loved to write all the time, loved to write. His name was Theodore Seuss uh, Giselle. And by the way, I think they called him Teddy. So he got into Dartmouth. And, you know, what he did there was that, you know, he was part of um, the writing team. So he was uh, part of the humor magazine, Dartmouth Jack-O-Lantern. That was his deal. One night, he and nine of his friends were drinking gin in their room at Dartmouth. (laughs) (laughs) And at the time, this was during Prohibition. So it was like a double whammy. Right. Right. You know, it's almost like. I just see where this is going. It's almost like being 11 years old and getting caught, you know, drunk. Um, Although I think that does happen these days more than not. So this was it. So what did they do? Um, They insisted that our, our own. Teddy resigned from all extracurricular activities, which was writing for the magazine. And so, you know, that's not something he could live with. So what he did was, in order to continue with the Jack-O-Lantern magazine, without anybody knowing, without the administrative, as you know, he began working on the pen name Seuss. (laughs) That's what he did. And he started to work under that pen name. And so six months after he graduated, uh, you know, he then created another magazine called The Judge. Now, this was his passion. You know what his passion? Everybody thinks his passion was, was writing children's books. His real passion was writing political essays and cartoons. I mean, he was known for some very outlandish things the was saturday that, evening like post the horsey guy the guy that does local stuff horsey yeah um, yeah yep. david horsey yeah i mean okay. it, it, yeah like that. It very and so what happened was he started to do a lot of advertising he was really good at what he did i mean he was really really good at what he did but he would create these cartoons i mean and so uh, out of this came a challenge from 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 one of his friends that said you know no one's reading children's books they're not reading them anymore and, you know, the, the individual said to him, I challenge you to write a children's book 
that had something like 250 words in it. Can you write a children's book like that? And so what he did was he then wrote the children's book uh, that had 250 words. And I forget which book that was, which was his first book. But let me just see if I can get it, you know, here. But in his in his cartoons, though, especially early on, they had his political views. So there were, you know, like the turtle in one of his books represented Adolf Hitler. So nobody like knew this, right? You didn't really know this. Really? Yeah. Huh. So some of the characters represent, and you know, you could look this up on the uh, on the internet. But you know, the bottom line is that his books had a moral in mind. Mm-hmm. So his passion was around getting that message. Uh, and so, if you look at some of the books that he wrote, so so first of all, uh, the you know the what, let's see, the snitches was about racial equality. The butter battle book was about the arms race. Uh, Yertle the Turtle was about anti-fascism and uh, anti-authoritarianism. As a matter of fact, the turtle was Hitler, by the way. Mm -hmm. How the Grinch Stole Christmas was about anti-materialism. Yep, that's, yeah. Yep, right. Makes sense. Uh, uh, Let's see, what's this one? Oh, Horton Hears a Who in 1954, was about anti-isolationism and internationalism. And so this goes on and on and on. And then when Watergate happened, I mean, he had a field day with that. But the deal is with his books, he was challenged to write these books with very few words. Now, you mentioned Sam I Am, right? Uh, The book, uh, no, Green Green Eggs and Ham. So the deal with Green Eggs and Ham was that once he did the book about, you know, 250 words, he was bet, they bet him, his buddy bet him 50 bucks that he could, and 50 bucks back then was like a lot of money, right, right. bet him 50 bucks that he couldn't write a book under 50 words. Following the same rules are completely different? No, just 50 words, 50 huh. individual words. Individual that, words, yeah. okay. Green eggs and ham has 49 words. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> For, you know, 49 <laughs> different up. words. So it's, what's interesting is this, this guy had a passion. And he did go on to get his doctorate degree, I guess, in, in uh, you know, I'm not sure what he got in, in philosophy or something. But the point is, he had a passion. And sometimes we have passions about things in life that aren't necessarily what we end up doing. But his passion turned in to some of the most amazing children's stories and ways for kids to read that didn't exist before. So he basically opened up a whole new door for literacy and what he created. And at the same time, got his political views here in the children's book. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking about somebody that has incredible passion about healing, Susan Tyler. We'll be right back with the show. It reminds me of Sam, whose favorite dish is green eggs and ham. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets, where true wellness begins. Did you know that children should not carry more than 10 to 15% of their body weight in backpacks? This is Dr. Bonnie Verhunts to share some information about backpack safety. 
The longer a child wears a heavy backpack incorrectly, the longer it takes for a curvature or deformity of the spine to correct itself. That's why it's important that children who are carrying heavy backpacks throughout the year are under regular chiropractic care. They will be better able to deal with the physical stressors being put on their small bodies, and they will be able to enjoy the healthy benefits of a properly functioning nervous system. For more information on backpack safety and how to keep your child healthy throughout the school year, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521 and be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on the Dr. Pat Show the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. It's a new day. Join intuitive coach Dawn Marie Stansfield every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific on the Dr. Pat Show Network. Dawn Marie focuses on the self-empowerment of individuals by examining present-day circumstances. She offers practical tools you can use to help overcome difficult situations and move forward on your life path. Learn more at dawnsvision.com and catch It's a New Day with Dawn Marie Stansfield Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Visit thedrpatshow.com for show listing. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item, and best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Cancer, yeah. Cancer and the stress connection with stress detective Susan Tyler. We're so thrilled to be taking this conversation on. We've got a lot to talk about. She has been helping people find their own healthy balance since 2001. You're going you're gonna to find out today that her unique combination of nutritional counseling, supplements, homeopathy, homeopathic remedies, lifestyle coaching, biofeedback, all of this put together has been helping so many people get themselves on track and back in the game. She's known for holistic weight loss programs that she has uh, has taken across the globe phenomenal results and she's helping so many people get back to the best the best that they are the best that they could be and the best health they've ever been in today's show touches the lives of so many people cancer and the stress connection 
And what does that mean? What is that about? Now, before we get going, I want to make sure you know that the first five visitors to to go to the Stress Detective website, we'll give you that in a minute, and sign up for the newsletter, will receive a free ebook download. It's a brand new one. It's called the Stress Detective Guide to Wellness, a common sense approach to taking charge of your health and returning to balance. So you, the first five of you, are going to be the folks that will get uh, to have a sneak preview. In order to do that, you need the website. So go to stressdetective.net, stressdetective.net, and down and get that email in there, sign up for the newsletter, and Susan will do the rest. Susan, thank you for joining us. What a big, big topic. Hi, Dr. Pat. Thank you. Yes, this is going to be uh, a lot of information in a short period of time. Well, let's get started. You know, let's get started right at the beginning talking about where we begin in terms of helping people understand that there is a relationship between stress and cancer. Absolutely. You know, I've been talking about this throughout our series here on on the stress connection to illness. And what people really need to understand is that any type of unmanaged stress directly impacts your immune system hmm. negatively it will it will cause your immune system to misfire and we need our immune system to be strong in order to be able to withstand any kind of illness or disease and cancer of course is is one of those biggies that is that's at the end of that spectrum so one of the things that I want to talk about is what does the day in a life of a person that has stress triggering, uh, what does that look like? And then, you know, what does that mean once you come down with the diagnosis? Well, when, when people are dealing with unmanaged stress, it, everybody is affected differently. So for some, some person who has no issue at all, dealing with uh, screaming kids, for example, the next person would just put them on edge and it would be the very last nerve that they have left in their body. You know, mm-hmm. you know that feeling. And so if stress is so unique to the individual because everybody's responses are different. Everybody has scripts that they have learned since, since infancy on how they are going to respond to any type of specific threat, either perceived or actual that contributes to um, a stress response, whatever is going to trigger that reaction in their body. So for some people, it shows up as, a, as an allergic reaction, for example, or others, they end up with an upset stomach and others, they can't sleep. Everybody's going to be different. But the point is that as that stress is allowed to remain unmanaged and the immune system continues to be weakened because of that, this allows the uh, uh, the unhealthy parts of our body to take hold. And we all make cancer cells. I mean, that is part of our body. That is part of how we we exist, is our body is made to make cancer cells. So everybody has cancer cells. That's, what? It's not a surprise. Oh, but, but then, you know, let's talk about stress. I don't think, and Susan, you're the stress detective, so you have to tell me. I don't think these bodies were meant for the kind of stress we're going through now. I mean, I know we had stress back then when we were cave people Mm -hmm. and we were being chased by animals and this and that. But is it the same? I mean, you know, I mean, we are being bombarded and saturated by so much information if you choose to turn on that information. Absolutely. And and that's true. And the, the scary part is that 
there is so much invisible uh, uh, energy that is coming at us through wireless. You know, there's Wi-Fi everywhere you go now. Mm, uh, we no have, kidding. You know, we're all on cell phones. We're, we all have computers. We all have uh, high-def television sets. I mean, all of these things are emitting radioactive frequencies that we don't see. And so we don't think about it. In fact, there's been an, uh, uh, some studies done. They're, they're, they're questioned by the medical community, but in my mind, they make a lot of sense that that the increase in prostate cancer and bone cancer of the hip has increased dramatically. And the link is that's where men carry their cell phones. Mm. The increase in brain cancer has increased. And in small children, too, because they're carrying cell phones and they're on the phone all the time. And we know that is undisputed that uh, cell phones emit, emit radiation just Go to any cell phone store and look at it. The FCC requires that they put out uh, in their documentation how much, how safe that is within whatever range the FCC has determined is safe for radiation to be emitted from that phone, from that particular phone. Right. So we're getting all of these invisible frequencies at us from all angles. And if you live in a big city, especially cities that are, have gone uh, Wi-Fi so that you can have your Wi-Fi access everywhere, I mean, you are, you're, you are being surrounded by it. Imagine what's happening to infants who are being born into that kind of environment. Things are negatively being impacted, and that's mm. just one small segment of it. In um, mm. uh, the New York Times, I believe it was yesterday, they, they had an article, and the title was When Cancer Disappears. The, the uh, uh, Journal of America from the American Medical Association posted a, a, some research that showed that doctors can't explain why they're finding cancer, and then when they go back and check later, the cancer is gone. Well, for people who work in natural health, like I do, we see that all the time. And in fact, I have a personal story about that that I'll share a little bit later, where the cancer shows up. But if you if you can have your immune system working and you can manage your stress properly, your body can take those cancer cells in that tumor and make it go away if you catch it early enough. So let's talk about the diagnosis. Let's talk about what happens when, you know, we find out that there might be something going on. The different levels of cancer. It's been in the news and the media here recently. Um, so much has been said about Patrick Swayze, about, um, uh, you know, other folks diagnosed with cancer, all forms of that. And so tell us how you coach people around the, the actual diagnosis that you get. The first thing that I tell my clients when they come to me and they tell me that they've been diagnosed with cancer, of course, uh, I want to know if they're working with their oncologist. Uh, believe it or not, I have a lot of people who just won't even go to a doctor. And I really insist that somebody be working with a licensed professional when mm -hmm. I work with them mm -hmm. because I'm not a doctor and this is a potentially deadly disease. And it's helpful to know uh, what state the body is actually in. Mm. And so the very first thing that I tell them is to never, ever claim that cancer as theirs. Never walk around saying, my cancer is doing this and my cancer is causing that. Because when you claim it as your own, psychologically, your body is getting that message to hang on to it. 
I'm sorry, I don't want to have this. This is an unwelcome visitor. Mm. I do not accept this as mine. Mm-hmm. So when, so you have to start thinking about it as, as, uh, as that unwelcome guest, and no longer claim it as mine. So, cancer is the cancer that is in my body right now, not my cancer. That I think is huge. Mm. And the other thing that that um, I coach them with is that. It's really, really important to feel the emotions of what cancer brings to you. You have to be able to go through all of those stages of grief. You have to be angry. You have to uh, be sad. You have to uh, go through until you finally accept the, the process of what your body is doing. But then uh, with the work that I do, we move them past that and get them into the attitude of healing, but we can't get you to heal until you acknowledge, experience, and accept. Mm. And once you do that, then then you're ready to move on and focus on healing. But if because if you don't do that process first, you're going to be stuck there. Wow! And you're going to be stuck in claiming it as yours. Mm. I even had a friend of mine who's no longer with us actually give his cancer a name, and I really. I cringed at it. Um, and I, I mean, I, I don't know if that was the right thing to do or not the right thing to do. Um, but there's, this is such a broad topic, but yet you're so really good at helping people get laser about how to move beyond it. You talk about attitude a lot as well, Susan. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about attitude and the difference uh, in, in attitude that's going to take you towards the healing process and attitude that's not. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that um, I think is important for people to understand is that cancer is not a death sentence. The word cancer carries so much fear, um, but it doesn't have to be that way. It does not have to to uh, be the end of your life. That doesn't mean that you can't, that you shouldn't feel the fear and that you shouldn't express that concern. Yeah. But it, it means that you shouldn't stay stuck on that. And that's one of the things that I do with, with the, the biofeedback work that I do is we help you work through and identify where your body is hanging on to that fear about the disease so that we can find effective ways to help, to, to help it uh, release mm. and so that you can move forward. Um, Let's... I'm sorry. Let's take a short break because I want to continue this when we come back from break. Uh, Susan Tyler joining us here today. StressDetective.net is the website. First five people to get in there and sign up for the newsletter will get her new book downloaded. When we come back, we're going to be talking about how your attitude and working with Western medicine helps us understand the complete healing process. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Did you know green is no longer just a color? It's a call to action to go green. The Perf Go Green Hour is all about building community through radio. Powerful conversations about solutions to ensure healthy environments and vibrant communities. We'll talk about practical solutions and how people all over the world are changing their individual behaviors to contribute to the solution. And this radio show encourages action and commitment. Join us for a transformative hour of radio with Perf Go Green. Visit perfgogreen.com. Green by choice. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again? Would you like to learn how to take the weight off once and for all? 
This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help thousands of clients reach their goals and stay there. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That's 888-311-7157. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on The Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Carrie can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's The Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern on The Dr. Pat Show. Ugh, my breath needs some help. Can I get a piece of gum? I don't have any. Here, try this. What's that? It's a spoonful of sugar. I've seen the gum you chew. What do you think it's made of? Sugar. I don't buy bubble gum. I get the healthy gum. And where do you buy it? At the store next to the register. Right next to the candy bars and all the gummy stuff? Um. Sugar, sorbitol, chemical sweeteners. You should try Spry. It's the gum sweetened with 100% xylitol. <laughs> What's xylitol? Well, it's an all-natural sweetener. It doesn't just freshen your breath. Spry's the gum with proven dental benefits. It helps reduce the risk of tooth decay, builds strong enamel, relieves a dry mouth. This is serious gum, my friend. No sugars, no sobertol, no garbage. Which means you won't find it in just any candy aisle. You will find Spry where it belongs, at fine retailers. And it tastes great. I chew it all the time. But you don't have bad breath. That's what I'm trying to tell you, my friend. Oh. Spry gum is part of the Spry Dental Defense System. Products that are 100% sweetened with xylitol. Tastes great and are good for your teeth. You can find them at your local natural products retailer or visit SpryDental.com to find a retailer near you. Spry gum. Tastes great. Less fillings. Welcome back, everyone. I so, so, so love that we have Susan Tyler joining us here today. And remember, go to the website, stressdetective.net, and sign up for the newsletter. And Susan will make sure that the first five folks that do that will get her book. Um, Well, you're going to actually get an advanced copy of it. It's a brand new book called The Stress Detective's Guide to Wellness. If somebody knows about wellness, it's Susan Tyler. And, you know, those of us, Susan, that do the work we do, chances are we've had a few bumps in the road to get us here. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, (laughs) I know. Like, I didn't really create crust busting because I looked at somebody else and thought they were crusty. That was really about me. You don't do the work you do because you looked at other people. You have your own healing journey uh, to talk about. And let's talk about that in the context of Western medicine. Absolutely. You know, um, one of the things that really struck me when I started doing this work and got myself well from the MS was that having the information on how my body responds to specific stress triggers that are unique to me, to the way that my body uh, uh, reacts, 
was the absolute answer that I had been searching for my entire life. And so you, you have to understand how shocked I was when my body started to indicate that I was developing cancer. About two years ago, 2007, um, my body started to um, show stress triggers around thyroid cancer. And I, I obviously became alarmed, and I went to uh, um, the, the local gal here that does breast thermography and asked her if she could do the same thing for the thyroid, and she could, and she did. And we discovered that there was a pretty large mass on the thyroid. Um, I immediately went to uh, the best oncologist in my area, and he looked at my test results. He examined me, and he said, you have cancer. Mm. And, of course, my first thought was, this can't be. I've taken good care of myself. I, you know, I do everything I'm supposed to. I, I, watch, I watch everything about uh, myself and my lifestyle, but when I stopped for a moment and thought about it, I realized, well, actually, that isn't true. What had happened during the oh previous couple of years is I had gotten myself so well, I felt so good that I stopped taking care of myself, and I spent all of my time taking care of others, and I stopped doing regular biofeedback on myself. I just was too busy and by the time I would get home from work and I had you know seen five six clients a day the last thing I wanted to do was spend time on the computer working on myself so I didn't do it and so I was no longer managing my stress triggers and for some reason I had an intuition mm. that I that I needed to get back on and that's when I started to see this pattern developing around the the thyroid cancer and uh, for me the the decision was clear that I needed to have a medical opinion about what was going on in my body to confirm what I was seeing around the stress. And when the doctor pronounced that I had thyroid cancer mm. and that I needed to be scheduled for immediate surgery to remove it, mm-hmm. my immediate response was, no, I'm not going to do that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, that, how bold is that of you to do that? I think I shocked the doctor. <laughs> no kidding. Did the doctor like fire you because a lot of doctors will fire you he came he came very close yeah um, this, i have to say i am not one to stand up and get in somebody's face like that but i had just knowing what i knew about myself and my body and and how i had allowed western medicine to just kind of manipulate my health throughout the years and it didn't help me mm. that i realized uh that if I was going to recover from this, I needed to pay attention to my own intuition and really listen to what my body was telling me, and I was not going to rush into a decision. And what I told the doctor, and now you have to understand, I'm five foot seven, and this doctor was probably <laughs> six foot five, very tall man, and uh, very sure of himself, as most surgeons are, and as they should be. And he was just not prepared for, for me when I walked in. Uh, the very first thing that he told me was, I don't believe in homeopathics, I don't believe in nutrition, Wow! and um, I don't believe in biofeedback. And I said, well, I do, and I am not going to be pushed or rushed into anything at this point. I know better now to listen to my body mm. and pay attention to those signs before I will make a decision. And so we came to an agreement that um, I could have three months to see if I could do something naturally to reverse this condition before it developed further. Mm. And he was not very comfortable with that. Um, he, he made it very clear that I was gambling with my life, 
but I made it very clear to him that I was willing to take that gamble because it was my life. And so we came to a very uneasy agreement, and they checked with me every month to make sure I was still here and that I was still planning on coming back. But in the meantime, I hooked up with a naturopathic doctor. I had um, vitamin C uh, chelation. I changed my diet. I went on a very, very strict regimen uh, for uh, nutritional supplements and homeopathics. I worked with another biofeedback practitioner because I couldn't trust my own objectiveness about my body, so I needed to work with somebody else. I reached out to other people who could support me as I went through this, and uh, I went back in three months, had another test done, and the tumor had actually gotten larger. Mm. And so uh, he was, he, the doctor was immediate. I'm, I'm, we're, we're, we're taking it out. We have to take it out. And I was still, there was still this little voice in my head that said, I need a little bit more time. And uh, I took out one more month and got him to give me another month. And that fourth month is what did it. It totally reversed, went back, had the biopsy, had the scans, and the tumor had shrunk down to nothing. And I was fine. So part of the lesson in this is what, Susan? Because this is really why you're so sought after from, you know, people across the globe to work with so that, you know, healing is really not a second option. It's sort of primary. It, you know, what is, the, what is the, the, the message for our listeners today around this? The message is that you need to listen to yourself. You, you really do know what the right thing is to do if you will get quiet and ask your body. Your body cannot lie. And you need somebody who can do quantum biofeedback or some kind of energy work that can really get a feel for what your body is trying to do and what, and what it needs. If you will just give your body that support, you can make a very informed decision. Now, for me, not having the surgery was the answer. For somebody else, they may need to, depending on their type of cancer, they may need to have chemo and they may need to have radiation in order to address whatever type of cancer they have. I found mine early enough that, that mm. it could be reversed. Um, for others who have been dealing with cancer long-term, that may not be an option, but addressing the stress triggers will always, always, always help the body to heal itself from that point forward. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to, um, you know, biofeedback doesn't heal. You're, the, you're, you're your healer. You're your only one who can do that. But helping you understand what your body needs and wants is what, is what you can do. That mm-hmm. is the power that you have in your hands to take control of your health. Mm-hmm. But work with your doctors, wh- whoever you choose to use, a, a naturopath, a, a medical doctor, it doesn't matter, but work with somebody who is licensed to be able to direct that, but, but you can do so much on your own. Exactly. Wow. You know, Susan, what a great show. Tell our listeners about the special offer uh, for the ebook download. And wow, thank you so much for that generous offer. Oh, it's, it, I am so excited to be able to do this. I've been working on the, stre- the Stress Detective's Guide to Wellness, and it is really just a common sense approach to health and wellness. And it covers topics all the way from uh, just general stress information to cancer, to uh, making your own healthy uh, home re- home remedies, uh, home cleaning supplies, things that are non-toxic, ways to detoxify, uh, nutrition, diet, anything and everything that, that 
you would want to have. It's, it's geared to be a resource book for you to grab and, and say, okay, ah, this is what I can do for exactly. this right now. And let me see if it works before I have to go to the doctor. Absolutely. Susan Tyler, everyone. StressDetective.net is the website. Wow. This was a lot. Thank you so much, Susan, for joining us today. My pleasure. Wow. Pretty incredible. A lot of information. And I know there's something here for everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and a little conversation about the Maka. We'll be right back. Let's go out and I can be seen. Tides that I try. 